I am back with Jerry Panis, and today we are going to talk about the art of listening, which those of you who have been in fundraising know is critical to our success. Jerry, what would you like to share about the art of listening? When we've done our studies, Brian, we haven't found that listening is important. We found that it is everything, and it rates at the very top of the attributes that are important. And the best thing about it is you can learn it. It's not inherent. It's an art that can be learned. And every question that's not asked is a door that's not opened. So your job is to ask and to probe. And so when you're with someone, I say you listen 75% of the time and you talk 25% of the time. Now, that takes a little getting used to, but I tell you, if you try this and you work at it, you can do it. It really works. I found that listening is not passive. I thought, well, you just sit back and you listen. Listening takes a lot of energy. And so if you've got a call that you're making and it's an important call, you better screw up your energy. What do you listen for? You listen for the little things. You listen for everything. You listen with your eyes. You listen with your body. You listen as if you're hard of hearing. You listen for everything. I like that about listening as if you're hard of hearing. It's almost like leaning in, to use that Ah, leaning in. We say, and it's fascinating, you hit it right on the nut. You lean in, you tilt your head a little, and you're looking them in the eye. Yeah, and that's all important. You know something else that's important? And just try this. If you smile, they will smile. They're watching you. You're listening. You're probing. I was going to say, I've thought for years that therapists would make great fundraisers because they've learned that art of active listening. They can sit for 45 minutes or an hour listening to a patient, a client, and then do it again the next hour and the next hour. And that takes quite a lot of skill and energy and focus. Uh, and they excel at it. Yeah. So you're I, looking for second careers. Well, along that line, I've never had a session where I had more appreciation than I spoke to the National Association of Therapists. Oh, really? And they said... And I talked to them about fundraising. They were going to have a campaign. Mm-hmm. And I talked about how you sit back and you listen, you probe, and you, the kind of questions you should ask. And afterwards they said, that's exactly what we do. That's it. And so you're absolutely right. If you don't listen, you don't give a person ownership. You don't learn any buying clues you don't change feelings. When you listen, you honor, you motivate, 
you get a person to feel good about the organization. If you don't listen, you don't hear any objections because you're talking all the time. And that's why I want you to listen 75% of the time. At a later point, we'll talk a little bit about the asking styles of asking matters, but one of those dichotomies is this extroversion, introversion, and people who don't talk a lot think, well, gee, I can't be a fundraiser. I can't keep talking about my organization when, in fact, they offer are the better listeners. You're absolutely right. You know what's interesting? It's fascinating. And I was so wrong about this when I started. I thought if you were a dazzling presenter a backslapper, a, you know. But what I find, actually, are introverts are probably the most effective. I think of some who I consider to be really great askers who are introverts. I think of some who feel they're not very good at asking, but it turns out they're very effective. Very effective. I One of my mottos has always been, ask short questions and hope for long answers. <laughs> and I think... Oh, for, that's good. Is that good? And if you get a short answer, ask another short question. <laughs> and I, I think that gives comfort to some people in the field because a lot of people, when they think fundraiser, thinks of a showman, thinks of someone exactly. who's going to talk a lot. And as you said, I think you used the word dazzle. And that is scary to a lot of people. And when you say, no, you shouldn't be talking much at all. As a matter of fact, when it's your time to really talk about the organization, it's just a couple of minutes that you share what's meaningful to you. I find that's very helpful to most people in getting a sense that they can be effective fundraisers. Yeah. Well, if you listen carefully, you will learn their dreams, their aspirations, what they hope to achieve, and your job then is to make sure you connect the dots, what they hope to achieve, with the gift that you're asking for. And if I'm not mistaken, I'm attributing this correctly. We may have even touched on this in another one of our chats. I believe I heard from you this quote, that no one ever listened themselves out of a gift. Exactly is right. Yours? I think it is. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah, I love that. I use that all the time, and I do attribute it to you, so I'm glad I did that correctly. <laughs> the good Lord gave us one mouth and two ears. Oh, I like that one, too. That's a good one. <laughs> and that's, that's because he wants you to listen. That's great. Now, here's what I don't understand. If it's true that listening is perhaps the most important attribute. Oh, by the way, when we did a study, we found that people remembered after 24 hours, 76% of what they said and 23% of what you said. So your job is to say, uh, Brian, that, that is just great. Tell me again, how do you feel about this? You know, because you want them to remember what they have said. Yes, because at the end of the day, we can't make a gift happen. We give them the opportunity. They have to talk themselves into a gift, Yeah, which they do by talking about yeah. what they're passionate about and why they care. Yeah. yeah, and that's a great point. 
Nobody gets up in the morning and says, ah, oh, what a beautiful morning. I want to give my money away. Nobody wants to give money away. They want to give to bold, exciting institutions that are causing results. That's what they want to give. Now, here's what I don't understand. If it's true that listing is the most important attribute, and it is, why don't we offer this at seminars? It's hard to find a seminar that has listening on the schedule. If it's important, why don't we talk about it? Why don't we do seminars on just listening? Now, here's what I want. I want your listeners, I want them to remember, listening is essential. And I want them to really work at it. I'd like them to get some books that they could read on listening and to really get very good at it because I guarantee you the better you are at listening, the more effective you will be. Great place to stop. Thank you, Jerry.